experts have released new information regarding the coronavirus anagram. The letters of the word coronavirus can be rearranged to form the word carnivorous, and you don't even have to change the order of the consonants. The World Health Organization will now add meat eating to the list of the virus's attributes. Oh, I've just received breaking news. The anagram experts have also discovered that murder hornets are modern herders. It's going to be a long year. Hello and welcome to the Brain Drop Podcast, a show all about puzzles, riddles, mysteries, and games. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. This week we'll get straight up polysyllabic and we'll also discover why census workers deserve every penny they make. First, I'll give solutions to the puzzles from last episode. We'll listen to the lateral thinking puzzle being solved. Then I'll share three new puzzles for you. Here's last week's answers. Solution... One. <laughs> Billy shakes. In this puzzle, you were given six lazily translated lines of Shakespeare and asked to translate them back to their original language. Number one. Now we are all sad and cold. Now is the winter of our discontent. From Richard III. Number two. It's like some moron told me a story, and he was so mad and loud, I didn't get any of it. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. From Macbeth. Number three. The most important thing in the world is that when you're talking to yourself, don't just make stuff up. This above all, to thine own self be true. From Hamlet. Number four, I think women talk too much. The lady doth protest too much, methinks. From Hamlet. Number five, being short is totally hilarious. Brevity is the soul of wit. Also from Hamlet. Number six, can I just say, you're really hot. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? From Sonnet 18. Y'all, I'm from Texas. And around here, that's really the only thing worth mentioning about a summer's day. It's really hot. Giddy up! <laughs> that was me riding off into the sunset, firing a revolver randomly into the air. Which is what we all do here in Texas. I don't know if you knew that. But I'm back now. Solution 2. I even like odd puzzles. The puzzle was, add up all the even numbers from 0 to 1,000, including 1,000. We'll call that number Mr. Even. Now add up all of the odd numbers from 0 to 1,000. We'll call that number Mr. Odd. Now what's Mr. Even minus Mr. Odd? This is fairly simple, really, but it's a good example of how to solve puzzles by approaching them differently. So the way I suggested in the puzzle, by adding up all the even numbers first, then adding all the odd numbers, then subtracting, is not the way to actually go about solving it, unless you're really bored or using a fancy calculator or something. There are two ways to think about it. One, you could add and subtract in order and see what 
the pattern is. So 0 minus 1 is negative 1, plus 2 is 1. Minus 3 is negative 2, plus 4 is 2. And so it kind of goes that way. Negative 1, 1. Negative 2, 2. Negative 3, 3. When you get up to 10, the sum total is 5. So as you go up, every time you add an even number, the total sum is half of that even number. So when you get to 1,000, the total sum will be 500. That's a kind of inductive logic where you sort of start small and look at what the general pattern is. And it's really handy when you come to puzzles that involve hundreds or thousands of things, as you will eventually discover if you keep listening to this podcast. Uh, the other way to think about this puzzle is to realize that there are an equal number of even and odd numbers, and you can pair them up so that when you subtract an odd number from the even number just above it, the answer is 1. So 4 minus 3 is 1. 12 minus 11 is 1. 836 minus 835 is 1. And you can pair all of them up that way such that you can just add 1 for however many pairs there are, which is 500. Solution 3. Is it small in here or is it just me? Last week's lateral thinking puzzle. Here it is. Juan enters a room and makes it smaller. The next day, he enters the room and makes it smaller again. Lauren is pleased by this. Why? It is, he enters the same room each time? Yes. <laughs> Does he make it a lot smaller? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what, would be the, what would be the answer after that? <laughs> Are Lauren and Juan both humans? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Now, when you say make it smaller, do you mean that the physical boundary of the room has shrunk, or is there just more stuff in there? <laughs> physical boundary of the room has shrunk, yes. Is it incidentally making that room smaller, but making it, do it having some other effect that Lauren is pleased by? Yes. Is it making some other room bigger? No. Is it in a house? Uh, assume so, yes. Okay. Does it matter what kind of room it is? No, not really. Is he making it smaller via some kind of construction that he's doing? Um, I don't think construction is is really the right word. But it's it's sort of, I mean, you know, it's in the neighborhood, I guess. Could he have made it smaller, like... As small as it is the second time, could he have just done that to begin with? Or is it, does it matter that he went twice? Well, going twice is is relevant. And I think the answer is no, actually. I don't think he could have made it all the way small. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to go again? Is he uh, no. A third time? He could, I guess. I mean, there's nothing that would prevent him from doing that, but... Two is relevant. Did he get it wrong the first time? Like, no, but <laughs> but in a sense, did he do it and Lauren wasn't he pleased needed, by it? He would have. He needed to do it again for her to be pleased by it. But he didn't get anything wrong. <laughs> but could he have done it right the first time? Uh, if like not really. I mean, he maybe <laughs> could have. He didn't. Maybe didn't have to come back the next day. But I don't know. <laughs> the answer is not, I mean, not really. Okay. Or, 
it makes sense that he did what he did. Okay. Wait, does he add, like, shelves or something? Um, or something that... No. There is an addition element to it, but not, like, shelves. Does he divide the room into multiple rooms? <laughs> no. <laughs> so is the way that he makes the room smaller significant? Yes. Like, is the room the same except for his addition, or has he changed something? Well, he he has changed something, and that is essentially why she's happy. <laughs> but he's only just, but he's only changed by adding. The purpose of the room doesn't matter, but the way that he affects the change matters. Yes. Is there some piece of furniture that he's bringing in to make it no, smaller? No, 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 no. <laughs> is he painting it yep. okay okay <laughs> that's why he goes twice alright two coats <laughs> I mean I guess it does make it smaller it does technically thanks to Matt Manito for that puzzle it was originally posted at uh, lateralpuzzles.com I've told this one to two people now in person, and both times it made the person sort of sort of mad, <laughs> which makes it an extra fun puzzle, in my opinion. It's like one of those gotcha puzzles. Uh, it's also a handy fact to know. It makes the room smaller, and it's now my excuse for why I still don't want to paint my hallway. New puzzles, on the other hand, don't make this podcast smaller, so we'll get to them. Puzzle one. This doesn't make any census. Hello? Hi. You here to help me pull these weeds? Oh, man. If only I wasn't working, I would uh, totally not do that. Uh, Actually, I'm here on behalf of the Census Bureau. Are you Mrs. Miller? Yes. Great, yes. Um... We actually did receive your census form. Everything looks good on there, uh, but we're actually missing the ages of your three children. I've got Mac, Max, and Maxine, so just needed to ask you what those ages were, and and I'll be out of your hair. Well, if you multiply their ages together, you get 36. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And if you uh, add their ages together... You get the number right there on the gate. Oh, nice. <laughs> what a coincidence, huh? So so what are the ages? You tell me. Oh. Okay. She's serious right now? It's okay, last one of the day, then it's back to home sweet home. Away from the crazies. What was that? No, no, nothing. Sorry, just calculating. Okay, let's see here. If you multiply the ages, you get 36. Added together, you get that number. So that means... Hmm, wait a minute. Uh, Sorry, it doesn't look like you actually gave me enough information to figure out what the ages are. And much less know what child is what age. Okay, Max, I'm coming. 
Lance, he's always got to tell me when the youngest two are fighting. You'll have to excuse me. You can come back some other day. Well, actually, thankfully, now I don't need to. So the puzzle is, what are the ages of the three children, Mac, Max, and Maxine? It's a tough one. See what you can figure out. Puzzle two. Say syllables three times fast. This is an original puzzle that was sent in by Stephen Sneed. He's an expert-level Scrabble player. He had posed it to some other top-tier professional Scrabble players, and they uh, really enjoyed it. So here it is. Five letters, anagram into three words. One that is one syllable, one that is two syllables, and one that is three syllables. What are the words? So, for example, take my name, Brian, five letters, two syllables. Move the letters around to make brain, one syllable. And move them around once more to make niaber. Okay, it's worth a try. Second part of the puzzle, exact same, except with seven letters. So seven letters, anagram into three words, one with one syllable, one with two syllables, and one with three syllables. And that is the last time I'm going to say syllables. Feel free to enlist the help of a dictionary with this one. There can be some tough words in there. Puzzle three. Pyramid handwriting scheme. One day, my neighbor invited me around for a cup of tea. After we had drained our cups, he revealed the ulterior motive to this invitation. He presented me with a series of small pieces of paper and asked me to write two words on each. I was happy to oblige, and we parted amicably. What was the purpose of this exercise? So that's your puzzle. You can hear it solved next week. You can follow us on Facebook to see three clues on that puzzle. All right, that's it for this week. You can visit the website at braindroppodcast.com for a refresher on this week's puzzles. You can send in your solutions or suggest a puzzle for a future episode. Or tell me any other alarming anagrams to watch out for in 2020 by sending an email to puzzles at braindroppodcast.com. Special thanks to Jeff Moore for some of the music, including what you're listening to right now. Finally, please consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher or CastBox. I'd really appreciate it. All right, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. Did you know the number 2020 anagrams into 2002? Yeah, I don't I don't get it either. Thank you.